Hello and welcome to the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every week I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons that they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two moms parent in the same way, and we should celebrate that and learn from one another. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today, and if you like what you hear, please share the show with a friend. Hello everyone, it's Jessica reporting to you live from literally Corona, California. (laughs) Try living in Corona while the coronavirus is wreaking havoc on the world. That's really appealing. I was at Alt Summit two weeks ago and had to introduce myself to a lot of new people. Hi, I'm Jessica. I'm from, and I had to say, Corona, California. And they're like, oh, nice. Where is that? And act like they weren't just automatically thinking all about the virus. So not the best place to be living right now, except for the fact that we have zero cases of the coronavirus in Corona, California right now, which is ironic. Um, So all is well health-wise here. My kids are off of school for the next three weeks. Um, I think that is a really smart idea. I think we should be avoiding public places as much as possible. Schools obviously are breeding ground. But I totally understand how complicated the issue is of closing schools. The more that I have heard and read and kind of dissected what it actually means to close down these schools and what it means for kids that don't have the luxury of having parents at home with them during these next few weeks and having access to food and lunch prepared for them if they receive free lunch during the day and everything. I mean, it can be a real serious issue for families and especially if you have little ones that you can't leave home alone parents having to take off work and you know in an even worse case scenario parents that are able to take off work because you know work is slow and but in turn they're not being paid right and so this is a very complicated time that we're living in but I wanted to just offer you a deep breath and a little adult conversation about the coronavirus from my neck of the woods, how I kind of view it right now, how we're approaching it. And I hope that it's not just going to be more of the feeding frenzy that you're getting from social media and online with the news portals and everything. I do think information is really important. However, I think what you do with the information is even more important. So instead of just jumping to freak out mode, hoarding mode, I wanted to just have a little chat with you today about some places that I am going online to get information, to get support over these next few weeks, and also kind of my thoughts um, on this pandemic in general. Our world has never seen anything quite like this, definitely not in our lifetime and really at no other time. I think a lot about other natural disasters that have happened that have really been detrimental to communities. I mean, we recently had the tornadoes in Nashville. We've had devastating hurricanes for years in different locations, um, earthquakes, fires, things like that. And But each of those were really secluded to a certain region right? And only a certain amount of humanity was impacted at a time. And so then the other unaffected members of humanity could then step up in ways that the displaced people could not. 
this is super unique because man, we're all in this together. We are all operating off the same information. We are trying to take the same precautions and in turn it's turning into kind of mass hysteria a little bit. Um, But I think if we can rely on sounding boards and sound voices and trusted information sources that help bring it down a notch, tell us what we need to know and then help us to live our lives the best we can regardless of what circumstances we're facing right now, I think that is key. I love, love, love the iceberg analogy. You know the iceberg analogy about how we only see part of the iceberg that's above the surface and there's so much more beneath the surface that we don't see. And in the world on a day-to-day basis, we never really know what's going on in somebody else's life, right? Especially strangers that we pass and there's certain interactions we have or responses we get from people and they may be harsh or critical or mean or they may be super happy you know but it all has to do with what's underneath the iceberg right underneath the iceberg surface should I say and we need to have more compassion for people on a regular basis but right now I feel like the iceberg is just building and growing so much beneath the surface and there are so many factors that play into people's reactions during a time like this. I am speaking from a place where I have a healthy family. None of my kids have compromised immune systems. We have enough money to go purchase the necessities that we need. We have a warm home. We are able to live in a safe neighborhood. My kids being home from school is not a huge burden on me because I largely am a stay-at-home mom and my work is flexible. So them being home does not complicate our lives that much. My husband has a job that is not immediately impacted by this crisis. He will continue to get paid. He will continue to have work to do. And so I'm sitting from a very privileged place. And I want to acknowledge that first of all. And so when I go out into the stores and there's not food available or the lines are long or things like that, I have a little bit more peace and patience associated with that because of what's beneath my iceberg, right? There are other people who are caring for elderly parents who maybe are elderly themselves. Maybe they have compromised immune systems. Maybe they recently returned from a trip and they're super worried. Maybe they had to cancel plans. Maybe they've been working so hard towards something and now that something is not going to happen. Maybe their industry is hurting so so much and they're wondering are they going to get paid or they can't depend on those stable paychecks that pay those bills and so as they're approaching the store it's not a matter of just getting those necessities literally not seeing the necessity on the shelf is their breaking point and so i just encourage you to just have the utmost patience love compassion towards everybody you meet Because you never know what your fellow man are dealing with. Even though we're all kind of dealing with the same circumstances, the specifics alter greatly and it can really change the way this pandemic is going to impact our lives. 
I wanted to stop just a quick minute because we do have show sponsors this week, which makes this podcast available to all of you for free. And my first sponsor is Built Bar. I'm sure you've heard of Built Bar, but did you know this company has only been around for two years? I had no idea. Especially during this time where we're all going out to grocery stores trying to decide what to add to our food storage, might I recommend Built Bars because these protein bars are fantastic choice for your whole family. They are the fastest growing protein bar in the world and they innovated the perfect protein bar that actually tastes amazing. Not all of them do, right? My favorite flavors from Built are the coconut flavor and my kids are obsessed with the orange and chocolate flavor. Oh, it is so, so good. There's no chalky dry flavor. It tastes almost like a candy bar with protein bar nutrition. No joke. The chocolate is a creamy texture and the variety of flavor options, unlike other traditional protein bars, keep it novel. And so if you are stocking up, having that variety will make sure that you don't get sick of these flavors. So Built Bar is offering my listeners 10% off your first purchase. Go to BuiltBar.com and enter promo code EEP at checkout to receive 10% off your first order. That's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com and promo code EEP. One taste and you'll be hooked. So add Built Protein Bars to your food storage today and best news ever, they'll be delivered right to your door. No going to the store necessary. All right, let's keep going with my chat with myself. (laughs) Okay, the next thing I want to say is the world has developed a lot of bad habits, haven't we? I mean, really and truly, look at this. Most of our calendars are so jam-packed with stuff. And we keep piling more and more things onto our to-do list, more activities for our kids and for ourselves. We say yes to everything. There's no discretionary time. And when something good comes along and something beneficial and life-giving and bucket-filling comes along, sometimes we have to say no to those things because we're already too strapped. Now, hear me when I say I'm not saying that God made this happen so that we would like stop the madness. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying we have an opportunity here and I think it is a divine opportunity to be stripped away of the distractions, stripped away of the to-dos, stripped away of other people and their expectations and we're invited to really live. I think the family is the most important unit on this earth. And when you are within the four walls with your family, what are you going to do? Now, I'm also a mom who has in the past stressed out about summer break. As summer break approached, I would think, ah, so much time with my kids. And so no shame if you're feeling that for these next few weeks. I think I'm equal parts you know, ambitious with, okay, summer's going to be great. It's going to be organized and educational and fun-filled. And then I'm also like, and when am I going to do anything for myself, right? And so this break, the next three weeks at least, let's be honest, it could be longer. I also feel kind of nervous because it was sprung on me at the last minute. But just in the same way that additional time is an opportunity for bonding, I want to use this time intentionally. Now, you've probably seen a lot of color-coded charts and to-do lists and bucket lists and all these different ideas in the same way people prep for summer for the quarantine, right? Does that stress you out? It didn't stress me out. I found them quite interesting. And I am kind of pulling from a lot of different places to 
do what feels right in my family. But if structure and schedules and color-coded charts are what's going to make you successful and help you to achieve sanity, peace, (laughs) prioritization, all those things in your life for the next few weeks, do that. That's great. And there's lots of resources out there to help you do that. And I'm so grateful for people that are sharing those things so that we can really learn from one another and and take what will work for us. And then there's other people that are like, great, a few weeks off. We're just going to like chill and veg. I love that too. There's other people that are going to do more creative type homeschooling where they're, you know, doing more art projects with their kids, you know, different things where it's like, gosh, I would love to do this with my kids. This would be so enriching. This type of research project about artists or, you know, reading more books together, whatever it is, that's fantastic. You just have to find what works for you. What I would say is as you're looking at how you want to run these next few weeks in your family, I would sit down as a family and have a family meeting and determine what are your family values and the priorities that you want to make sure you hit every day. Now, I really recommend you boil it down to three or four essential priorities every day. And then anything above and beyond that is great and fine, right? When you force your kids to do too much, when you want them to do it and how you want them to do it, they're going to start pushing back. And the more pushback you have from them, the more tensions in your home, the more frustrated you get. It's cyclical, right? So the more that we can get everybody on board with how these next few weeks are going to look, the better, right? So for me, I want to make sure that my kids are doing some schoolwork every day. My fourth grader had a lot of work sent home with him because the teacher was really on it and was able to send home lots of worksheets and some uh, the read aloud book and the journal that went along with it and things. So we're pretty good on his stuff. And then in addition, they have assigned reading on um, iReady. I don't know if your kids do that in their school. It's a computer program. Um, but so between iReady and that, and then all of the other amazing online resources for learning that they have that they're actually running great deals on right now, whether they're free or discounted for the next few weeks, I just think it's so fantastic that companies are really stepping up and uh, making it possible for kids to continue their learning and not backslide. My second grader didn't come home with anything. His teacher just said, make sure you're still reading. I'm going to have him write in a journal every day. And he's going to do some iReady as well or be on these other websites for a certain amount of time. I'm hoping to do about two hours of school a day. One hour in the morning, one hour in the afternoon. And then plus some reading time as a family a couple times a day. So we'll do like reading as a family and then reading alone where we're all reading at the same time our own books. And then of course nightly reading as well is something that we naturally enjoy. Um, So education is one thing that I'm going to make sure definitely does happen. But It's not going to happen at certain times. It just is going to depend upon the day. And we're going to kind of alternate like relaxing, structure, relaxing, structure, relaxing, structure. So the kids still feel like they have some ownership over their day and over their time. Another thing that we definitely want to prioritize, especially during times of uncertainty um, and, and potential stress, is spirituality. Our church has done such a fantastic job, and I really believe it was divinely inspired that we have done a much greater shift towards home-based church even before this pandemic. We have a curriculum that 
helps us to teach our kids gospel principles at home, scripture stories at home. And we've been asked to do that um, since last year. And then um, now we have this curriculum already. And so while church is canceled and church activities are canceled, we already have the resources. And so making sure that we're doing prayer, scripture study, um, and things like that, and some fun activities, some spiritual discussion during the day, things like that. I think that's a very high value and priority in my home, and it's something that we are scheduling in. Also, we just did home church yesterday morning, and I have to tell you, it was the sweetest experience because my kids stepped up, and Parker said the funniest thing. He's the 10-year-old. And he said, I take church really seriously when we don't have it. (laughs) He wrote out a page long talk talking about a scripture study that impacted him and even how it can relate to what we're going through right now in the world. It was so fantastic. And then Austin, the second grader, saw Parker writing and said, what are you writing? And Parker told him. And then Austin went and wrote his own talk. It was so great. Jackson picked the music. We, we put on our church clothes so it felt special. It was such a wonderful, sacred experience. And that is something we'll be continuing as well. That is a priority for us. All right. I wanted to thank our next show sponsor, and that is Cosmetology. You've heard me talk about Cosmetology before, but it was developed by a mom who was frustrated when her younger daughter was diagnosed with eczema at three months old. And she noticed a lack of effective, affordable, organic products available on the market that actually helped her daughter's skin. Can you relate? Her background was as a pharmacist, and so she decided to make her own line of products for children. A couple of their products that I'm totally obsessed with that can be shipped to your home, you don't even have to enter a store, you definitely wanna check these out. First, the lotion bar. This lotion bar is a solid moisturizer that contains effective organic moisturizing ingredients such as shea butter and olive oil. But because it doesn't contain water, it doesn't need alcohol or other hazardous preservatives, chemicals, anything like that. And so this lotion bar is truly nature's nourishing ingredients in a practical applicator. Not only that, your kids are not going to be able to make a goopy mess of themselves. I can hand Jackson the lotion bar after a bath and he can self-apply. Also, if you're traveling, you're probably not traveling right this second, but it is TSA approved because it's not a liquid. The other thing obviously I'm loving is their hand soaps. The shelves at the stores are wiped clean, and so now is the perfect time to try Cosmetology hand soaps. They're available in five essential oil infused scents. It's the perfect hand soap for the whole family during this coronavirus, and their soap is free of antibacterial agents and nourishing oils that leave hands soft, not dried out from washing your hands 17 times a day. (laughs) So I am loving Cosmetology products. Not only am I so grateful for the quality of these products, knowing that there's not harmful chemicals in them and I can give them to my kids risk-free, I'm also so happy that I can order it online and have it sent to my door right now and I don't need to go out into the world. So Cosmetology has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you receive 15% off. Okay, so this is what you do. To get 15% off your first order, go to cosmetology.com and use EEP at checkout as the code. That's K-O-S-M-A-T-O-L-O-G-Y.com and use code EEP at checkout for 15% off your first order. Thank you so much to Cosmetology for sponsoring the show. Now let's keep on going. 
So the other thing that I'm really passionate about prioritizing is movement and exercise, right? Our kids respond so much better when they have movement in their life. We might think that lazy days on the couch or in front of a screen playing video games, we feel like we're kind of getting a pass as a parent. But then like what happens to your kid's behavior? Are your kids bonkers and nutcases like mine? (laughs) It seriously backfires every time and it's not worth it. So I am not the screen police by any means. Let's get that straight. We have our fair share of screen time in our home and I do a very poor job of monitoring it. However, if we are going to survive these next few weeks, I am going to be very vigilant about monitoring the screen time in my home. And not only that, I'm going to prioritize movement. And so I'm not going to view it in the negative. Like, get off screens. You guys are on screens all day. Blah, 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 blah. Putting that negative spin on it is just going to create that tension in the home. But we can phrase it as, okay, it's time to go for a walk. All right, would you rather ride your bike two laps around or run one lap around the neighborhood? All right, I'm taking the dog for a walk. Who's coming with me? All right, we're going out on the trampoline and we're coming up with a new idea, right? Oh my gosh, you guys, do you follow Jess Toulson online on social media? At Jess Toulson is her name. So she and her family, she's been on the show before, once or twice, I think. And uh, I'll link to those at ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com. She is the best. Her husband plays uh, basketball, professional basketball, for Manresa in Spain. And they've lived all over the world. And him playing basketball internationally. She has a son and twin daughters. And she is just the best. And oh my gosh, Spain is also on quarantine. And I cracked up the other day because she was kind of doing a theme day. I don't know if she's doing it every day or just some days. I don't know. But on this one day, she was doing a theme day of them switching characters within their family. So she dressed up like her husband as like a basketball player. Her husband put on her workout gear and her fanny pack. And they adopted each other's mannerisms and behaviors and activities. And then her son (laughs) dressed up like his sisters, putting on their like high-heeled boots and their tutu. And I think he painted his face and wore this headband. I mean, it was just hilarious. And then the girls put on some of Asher's clothes, their brother. And they were outside playing basketball and laughing and joking and having tea parties and You guys, this can be so much fun if we let it. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to cost any money. I mean, this is the greatest challenge, right? We're trying to entertain our kids based on what we already have. So Jess Toulson is such a great example to me of having perspective and making the best of what is, right? And so that was just hilarious. I loved seeing that online. So movement, um, getting my kids to move. So I'm having like my goal in my mind without a schedule is like three chunks of deliberate movement a day. Now, of course, they're moving other times when they're just like running around or playing with their brothers or whatever. But if if I can like kind of check off in my mind three separate times where they had kind of real vigorous movement and it could be putting on a workout on the TV. 
There's tons of ideas on YouTube, Cosmic Kids Yoga. Um, Kristen Andrus has workouts that require um, equipment sometimes and other times it's just body weight. Having your whole family do that. There's tons of, um, there's just lots of resources online that you can find for workouts and everything. So either doing it as a family or sending your kids off on a task or having them do, you know, stations of movement or whatever it is. My husband got up with the boys first thing. I opted out of this movement, but... um, He took the boys on a quick run and had them do push-ups and pull-ups with him. And and they thought it was fun because he was with them, right? So movement is another thing. So the three things that we've talked about so far is education, spirituality, and movement. And the last thing that we value in the Dahlquist family is service. And you might think that you're off the hook for serving because you're quarantined to your home or you're trying to limit your exposure to other people. There are lots of ways to serve and I want my kids to be aware of that and sometimes we have to think a little harder but it doesn't mean we're off the hook. It doesn't. It doesn't. So whether it is helping an elderly person reach what they need at the grocery store or if there's an elderly neighbor asking them, can I go to the store for you? and buying their groceries and delivering them, calling nursing homes, asking what they need brought in, right, in a safe way. For kids that aren't able to access lunches at school, figuring out a way to be able to deliver the lunches to them or get the kids to the lunch, right? I mean, obviously we have to be safe. We're supposed to practice social distancing and whatnot, but there are so many ways that you can drop something off on somebody's doorstep and just brighten their day and say, hey, I may not see you, but I see you. (laughs) You know what I mean? I had an idea walking through the neighborhood the other day. There was a lot of um, unmowed lawns in the front yard. And I mean, that's fairly common, right? (laughs) Like people just, you know, letting the grass grow, uh, you know, because they're busy and everything like that. But I thought, well, what if I taught my boys this week how to mow the lawn? Usually that's something that our gardener or I do. And what if I taught them how to mow the lawn and then they could offer to the neighbors and maybe just do one yard a day to mow the lawn for them. They don't have to have any personal engagement with the person, but, you know, keeping that distance and saying, hey, can I just mow your lawn for you? No problem, you know, and without asking for anything in return. What a great way to look outside yourself. Also on walks, we see trash. We see dog poop. We see lots of things as we're walking. What could we do to make our neighborhoods look nicer? And you don't have to look any further to serve someone than within your own four walls. We've talked about as a family, we need to really make it a goal this week in the next few weeks to serve one another. Serving your siblings, serving your parents, parents serving the kids, and just looking for ways to make each other's lives a little bit better, a little bit happier, a little bit more fun. And when we can do that, not only is that person rewarded by that service, but we feel so much better too. All right, everyone, I wanted to thank one last show sponsor, and that is Blue Blocks. Okay, I've talked about my Blue Blocks blue light glasses already, and you guys, I'm wearing them right this second. And I am obsessed. Being a mom is hard work and we need as much energy as possible to ensure we are taking care of ourselves and our little ones. This comes from good quality sleep and the artificial light from our devices, TV, house lights, even our fridge light is disrupting our sleep, making us tired. Did you know that? 
So to improve this in your life, the answer is pretty simple. I just pop on my Blue Blocks Sleep Plus Blue Light Blocking Glasses after sunset until bed, and I've noticed a massive improvement to my sleep and energy levels the next day. And you know I sleepwalk and sleep eat, so I need all the help I can get. These are also good to wear if you're a new mom and need to do a night feed, as by wearing these glasses, you can keep your brain thinking it's still nighttime even when you put the lights on. It makes getting back to sleep so much easier. These Australian-made, science-backed glasses block harmful artificial blue lights emitted by our man-made lighting and digital devices, allowing your body to perform how it should. They ship for free all over the world, and it's nice and quick to get your game-changing blue light glasses. Blue Blocks also offers computer glasses, which is what I'm wearing right now, with clear lenses to combat digital eye strain. I ordered the Jasper pair and I love the look of them. The quality is unbelievable and they are so comfortable and I get compliments on them all the time whenever I'm in a group meeting online. So if you're looking for some blue light glasses or you're wanting to improve your sleep with blue light blocking glasses, these are what you can do. You can get 15% off by heading to blueblocks.com, that's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com, and enter code EMP at checkout. The other cool thing is that for every pair of Blue Box glasses you buy, Blue Box donates a pair of reading glasses to someone in need in the developing world. So you're helping the world and taking care of your own eyes. So check out Blue Blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X, dot com and enter promo code EMP to get 15% off your purchase. Thanks so much to Blue Blocks for sponsoring the show. Now let's get back to my conversation on the coronavirus. Dun, dun, dun. Alrighty, so I wanted to just finish up real quick of who I'm following online that is filling my bucket, adding some peace to my life, some great ideas. And these are kind of different categories of people that have really been able to help me um, get information, to have ideas, and definitely save my sanity. So a couple things. So much of how we will endure this crisis will have to do with our thinking. And Jody Moore um, of the Better Than Happy podcast, and she's a life coach, she has been talking about the coronavirus the last little bit, helping us to reframe our thinking um, and it is just so, so powerful. If you are listening to this and you are okay right this moment, like you can let yourself feel okay. You don't have to look so far ahead and wonder and worry and overly prepare and worry for every worst case scenario and prepare for every worst case scenario. You can just live right now and say like, I'm okay right now, right? What's the next right thing? Okay, going to the grocery store because I'm out of these basic things or staying home because I don't need anything and everything I need is right here, right? And so just taking a step back, being mindful, being aware of your thoughts, if it's totally normal to feel a range of emotions during something like this, if you are disappointed about things being canceled, I mean, it's been heartbreaking to think of, you know, kids practicing for plays or talent shows and then things getting canceled after all that hard work. You know, people having big trips planned for spring break and they've been saving and thinking about it and being so excited and then it's canceled, right? All I have to do is think about the people on the other side of that equation who are being disadvantaged because of the cancellations. Yes, I'm allowed to be sad for a time, but then I can also be so mindful 
of the fact that cruise line workers and airlines and things like that, these people, their jobs and their livelihoods are in jeopardy, right? And, you know, the show will go on eventually, right? And we can't control some of these things. Um, So whether it's doing the talent show in your house for your family, I saw that on somebody's feed. I thought that was so awesome, right? You can definitely feel whatever you want to feel, but just realize the more positive emotions, the more productive emotions, the more productive thoughts are as easily accessible as the feelings of panic. Okay, so Jody Moore is a great one to follow. Better Than Happy Podcast is a great resource. Another one that I look to for inspiration is Crystal Sparks. I met Crystal through the Allison show. Um, she came to one of Allison's brand school um Uh, trainings and it was so great to meet her she's a pastor in Texas and I have been loving I mean I always love what she shares because she is the most encouraging positive outward looking person that I've ever met really she is just oh man she's amazing but right now she posted something recently that said like remember who you were on January 1st 2020 Remember when you were so hopeful for this year? Remember when you were so kind and you'd set all these positive goals and things like that? Remember? And then now some of those very same people who were so optimistic are now like pushing people out of the way to get toilet paper. Like what, what is this even, you know? So go back to that version of yourself that was kind and loving and compassionate. And We're all in this together. That scarcity mentality does not serve anybody. So if you're looking for a real voice of inspiration on a continual basis, but especially right now, crystal underscore sparks on Instagram is a great place for you to go. In terms of news, um, you really have to be careful who you are listening to because there's, I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot that you can take in and then you're left to kind of filter through it all. And there can be kind of some variation in the stories and everything. And I really believe that the journalists themselves are doing the best they can because this is very much uh, ever evolving information. However, consuming too much or from sources that are more hysteric based, not helpful, especially even just like mom threads. They're not even journalists, but that is media too. When you're on the mom forums and the mom groups for your community and everyone's like reporting their own news feed, come on guys, come on. You're just like increasing the hype and the, and the fear, right? And so by posting things that are actually helpful and constructive, that's more important. That being said, that was a long way to say, Jennifer Stagg somebody that I love she's been on the podcast before she has been a journalist in the past so she has that background but now being out of the field she is a mom she is a small business owner she is very affected by this in a way that's very relatable to all of us and yet she kind of comes at it through the lens of journalism and so she knows how to vet sources and relay information in a concise and productive way and so I have loved hearing what she has to say. And again, it's it's more information that you have to filter through in order to decide, yes, is this something that I'm going, how much weight am I going to give it? Um, and do I agree with this or whatever? Sure. But for me personally, she has been a fantastic source of uh, calm and accuracy and perspective during this time. So Jen Stagg is fantastic. Um, and then the other 
a feed that I love to follow is Tried and True Moms. They're two women. One lives in Utah. One lives in Camarillo, California. And they post deals all the time, especially like for kids. But most of the deals that they that they post are Amazon, things that you can order. And so during this time where we are stuck at home and we are looking for more things to keep our kids busy and novel things and, you know, we we want recommendations from our friends because that's what we do when we get together, right? We say, oh, I'm loving this. I'm loving that. Well, Tried and True Moms is basically a one-stop shop for everything that they are loving and their families. They have great ideas. They are very reasonable in you know, the prices and the types of activities. You know what I mean. Like they're not over the top moms. They're regular moms just like you and me who are looking to build memories with their kids and to have some fun during this time of having their kids home. So tried and true moms. Um, I'm linking all of this over at extraordinarymomspodcast.com in case you want to give any of these people a follow and you don't already. But I want to leave you with this. What if we could just simply view these next few weeks and this pandemic as an opportunity. An opportunity to wipe the calendar unlike anything we would ever do for ourselves. An opportunity to not look quite so closely at what everybody else is doing and to lessen the feeling of keeping up with the Joneses and simply look around what we've got right in front of us. I think it is a tremendous opportunity. I am looking forward to reading. I'm looking forward to working on some projects that have been on the back burner that I felt like I, quote, did not have time for. Well, all I've got is time, guys. All I got is time. And I'm excited to help my kids and myself and my husband to prioritize our values each day and then to enjoy the other free time that we have to really indulge in the things that feel like a luxury. Reading to me feels like a luxury. Maybe it doesn't for you. Maybe you're great at prioritizing that. But I have a book stand piled high with books. I'm reading Glennon Doyle's Untamed right now. She's not for everybody, but boy, do I love her. Oh my gosh. She just says like it is. And while I may not agree with everything that she says, I agree with every way that she explains it as her own truth right? So anyway, Untamed has been great so far. I have a lot of other books for podcast guests coming up that I am so excited to get through their material. And I'm just looking forward to this so much as an opportunity to get rid of some bad habits, to grow some new ones, and to be really intentional about how I spend my time. I'm also not putting terribly high expectations on myself. Um, I do feel better when I get dressed. And so most of the time I do plan to do that and to, you know, put makeup on and do my hair. But if there's a day where it's raining outside and I want to stay in my jammies, I'm going to do that too, right? And so I think you should just go with the flow, prioritize your values, have a family meeting to cover what matters, how you want that to look for these next few weeks, and enjoy your life. Does this mean that I'm not going to get frustrated with my kids? Oh, heck no. There's going to be really trying times, but I'm excited about the opportunity to work through those things. But I do have a prayer request. We got a dog at the end of October. So he's six months old. He's an Australian Shepherd mix. He is high energy. He needs lots of walks. So A, pray for less rain for me so I can get him outside. And B, we just started with a trainer. and We literally bought the package for unlimited training sessions because he's crazy dog 
and he needs it. And let's just pray that my trainer will still come over while we're in quarantine. If that if it comes to that, let's just pray that these lessons can continue so my sanity can stay intact. <laughs> I love you all so much. I hope that this gave you some insight into how my life is going to be looking. I hope I provided some resources that you'll be able to rely on this next little bit. I'd be so interested to hear from you how the quarantine or the changes is going to look for your family, what you are looking forward to, what you're struggling with. And I just hope that you all stay safe and healthy and I'll be praying for you all. So that's it for today. We will see you next week for another episode with another extraordinary mom. Bye.